couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Placido, and the Celtics lose to the Thunder, 127-123. This is a game that the Celtics fell down as many as 18 points and came back, threw together an unbelievable fourth quarter, outscoring the Thunder 37-29, uh, but fell short at the end. Going to dive into everything. Uh, go through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. And to get things started here, if we were to give player of the game through the first three quarters, it would have easily been Kristaps Porzingis. However, Jason Tatum in the fourth quarter really was the guy that spearheaded the comeback. He had a really, really good fourth quarter. Ended the night, 30 points, 8 assists, 13 rebounds, and a steal. Uh, The shooting was there. Now, there have been nights where I've criticized him for the shot making. Uh, that wasn't really the case. 10 of 21 from the field, you'll take that. 2 of 5 from 3, you'll take that. Got to the free throw line 10 times, 8 of 10, you'll take that. Right? This is a good overall game as far as stats are concerned from him. Uh, but a lot of what he was doing throughout the game had guys getting involved constantly. Leading the team in assists, leading the team in rebounds being second on the team in points, like this is what you want from your superstar. And we got that tonight. I think the decision-making was solid overall. overall. The one play that was tough to watch uh, was the drive and near turnover. Porzingis, you maybe are going to blame it on Porzingis for cutting to the hoop late in the game. Almost went out of bounds. Porzingis was able to get it back uh, and... uh, made his two free throws after he was fouled by Chet. But Jason Tatum almost threw the ball away. Uh, Did have four turnovers in this. It was a fairly high turnover game. The Thunder, one of the best teams in the NBA as far as forcing turnovers goes. Uh, And they continued that tonight. Tatum led the team with four turnovers. Wasn't great in that aspect. However, I think he did a really good job doing everything else. Playmaking for him was solid. Shot making for him, solid. Uh, Porzingis, another guy that was just lights out today. And you want to talk about taking advantage of mismatches, taking advantage of the offensive glass. Like, Porzingis did everything tonight. 34 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 blocks, 6 offensive rebounds. So 6 of his 10 rebounds were offensive. And there was a point in this game where the Celtics could not hit anything early. He had 10 of the team's first 14 points. And honestly, he just kind of kept rolling. Really good overall game from Porzingis in this one, start to finish. The fourth quarter for him as well had a couple of huge plays. Huge plays down the stretch. Uh, Big drive, foul for the two free throws after the Tatum turnover. That was to make it a 123-121 game. Then had another two from Tatum to make it 125-123. The only issue with that shot was that his foot was on the line and it wasn't a three-pointer. Otherwise, it would have been a a one-point game, which makes things a little bit easier down the stretch because even if the Thunder go out and they do hit their threes or their free throws, you're only down three at that point. So a three ties the game. Uh, So it was kind of a big mistake, but at the end of the day, Jalen Brown had the shot to hit a three. He missed it anyway. 
I'm sure it would have changed the play that was drawn up uh, if you're only down three, but we got a three, we missed the three. It is what it is. Either way, Jason Tatum, Kristaps Porzingis, excellent games. Excellent games. Uh, but again, they really weren't alone either. You know, Drew Holiday really struggled. We'll talk about him in the second half. Dirk White, very good in this game. 19 points, five rebounds, six assists, a steal, a block. I could have sworn he had two or three blocks in this one. Really good overall game. The shooting was there. He was one of the guys that, from deep, shot really well. Five of nine, doing Derek White things. Derek White also hit one of the biggest threes of the game. Unreal corner three from Jason Tatum, like deep, deep in the corner to make it 121-119 late in this game. Uh, but doing it over and over. Like you talk about a, a giant sequence from Derek White in that fourth quarter. Had a three from Pritchard, had a block, and then another transition three from Pritchard to make it a 10-point game after the Thunder went up 18, and then had that other huge corner three, uh, making it a two-point game late. So Derek White down the stretch, making big plays over and over, as he's done all year long. Really solid game from him, too. The part that was interesting to me about this game and that I really liked, we saw Peyton Pritchard get closing time minutes, and he did really well. Peyton Pritchard played 25 minutes in this one. Uh, Really, the only bench guy outside of Horford that played a good amount. Sam Hauser, only 10 minutes in this one, was a minus seven in those 10 minutes. SGA tortured him a couple times. Luke Cornett got 15 minutes as well. Didn't really do much. Yeah, Peyton Pritchard was that guy off the bench, outside of Horford, obviously, who did have a good game, uh, which we'll talk about. But Peyton Pritchard in this one, five points, three rebounds, four assists, two steals, a couple of big plays from Peyton Pritchard down the stretch, a huge rebound from Peyton Pritchard down the stretch. So he had that steal that led to the Tatum transition alley-oop from Derek White late in this game too. So Peyton Pritchard, in closing minutes, was out there. He was a plus nine in today's game. He led the team in plus minus. Yeah, you look, Porzingis plus three, Derek White plus five. Every other starter is either, you know, negative. Drew Holiday was horrible in this game. A minus 15 in 31 minutes. Uh, That's partially the reason that we saw Peyton Pritchard closing. Bad overall game. We'll talk about that, but... Peyton Pritchard in this one played really well, really well. And he deserved those minutes. The shooting wasn't really there. He was only one of four from three. Uh, but he went out there, changed the plate, changed the pace, grabbed a couple rebounds, defended fairly well. There was one play in this game where he had SGA in front of him. SGA just completely pushed him over. SGA did not, they did not call an offensive foul. He got the bucket, but defensively, that would have been a massive, massive stop. And it should have been a massive stop. It wasn't called. SGA's arm completely extends. You can see it. They showed the replay. Arm extends, pushes Pritchard. He falls. No foul calls. They get the bucket. Huge possession. Uh, But Peyton Pritchard in this one, outside of that one particular play, defended well, rebounded well, got guys involved, moved the ball really well tonight. Uh, and made an impact. And that's what you want from these guys, particularly in that fourth quarter. You know, that's when Peyton Pritchard really got the majority of the time. The majority of the impact came then. Uh, so good on him. Deserves a lot of credit for this one. 
Al Horford, solid game as well. Plus minus doesn't really say so, but five blocks on this one. Uh, Seven points, two rebounds, three assists, a steal, five blocks. Defensively, great game for Al Horford. Offensively, didn't really do much. Hit a three, was one of three from three. But this wasn't really a game for Al Horford. The Oklahoma City Thunder do a very good job of pushing the pace. They're a fun, fun team to watch. But this is too fast of a game for Horford. And frankly, too fast of a game for Cornette. This is a game I think that they should have went a little bit smaller at times. But it's it's tough. It's tough when you've got Chad Holmgren out there that is so lanky and tall, but also moves well. It's hard to go super small against a team that has a guy like Chet. But this isn't a very good rebounding team. This isn't a team that is super, super physical. They'll get to the rim, uh, which you saw defensively. Al was solid with five blocks. But the Thunder also got out in transition a lot. And that's not Al's specialty. It's definitely not Cornette's specialty. Uh, But, you know, it is what it is. Defensively, I thought Al was solid offensively, didn't really make too much of an impact there. Uh, But overall, there were a lot of things that the Celtics did pretty well in this game. Offensively, I think that they were fine through the majority of it. The third quarter was a nightmare. We'll talk about that. They only scored 25 there. But 29 points in the first, 32 in the second, 37 in the fourth. Right? They played well. They scored 123 points. The problem was on the defensive end, which we'll talk about. But on the offensive side, 15 of 40 from three. 38%, 37.5%, 38%, 37.5%, solid. Got to the free throw line a bunch, 24 of 29 from the free throw line. Love to see that too. Uh, and honestly, on the rebounding side, it is very lopsided. Like I said, the Thunder, not a good rebounding team towards the lower half of the league in that. 47 rebounds to their 18. We had 17 offensive rebounds in this game. But that's solid. 33 assists on our 42 makes. Solid, right? They moved the ball well. Now, the problem, we turned the ball over 14 times, and the defense, at times, spotty. I want to talk about some of the negatives a little bit more in depth. Before we do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. If you're looking to buy or sell in the near future, meet Deb Burke, your trusted realtor at Compass Real Estate, serving Massachusetts and New Hampshire. With a passion for finding dream homes, Deb is committed to making your real estate journey a breeze. Whether you're buying or selling, Deb's got your back. Reach out today at 978-930-4621 or email deb.burke at compass.com to start your next chapter. Let's turn your real estate dreams into reality. Are you tired of insurance options that leave you feeling lost in the dark? Look no further than Joe Lyman of Brightway Insurance. Joe goes above and beyond to find the perfect coverage for you. So whether it's homeowners, renters, car, commercial, or even pet insurance, Joe will make sure you're protected where and when it matters most. Contact Joe at joe.lyman at brightwayinsurance.com today and let him brighten your path to peace of mind. So whether you're driving, working out, or just relaxing, make sure to check out Joe Lyman at Brightway Insurance. Brightway Insurance, your beacon in the world of insurance. Hey, Boston Celtics fans, are you ready to experience the thrill of an epic game at the TD Garden? Look no further than SeatGeek, your go-to source for the best Celtics tickets in town. With SeatGeek, finding the perfect seats to catch all the Celtics action has never been easier. 
From courtside to the nosebleeds, they've got it all, and they've got it at the best prices. Plus, they even rate every deal on a scale of 1 to 10 to help you find the best value. But here's the deal. When you use the special promo code VSN, you'll get an exclusive discount. So why pay more when you can use VSN and save on your Boston Celtics tickets? All right, so I want to dive into some of the negatives here. And I'll talk about turnovers. I'll talk about defense. But I really want to talk to start about Jalen Brown and Drew Holiday. Uh, This was tough. Really, really tough game overall from Drew Holiday. Really tough game from Jalen Brown. Uh, We'll start with JB here because, again, as the second superstar on the team, you expect more. 15 points in this one, six rebounds, three assists. The ball movement from him, solid. Actually going to give him a pass on that for a little of it. Four of 18 from the field, though. 0 for 8 from three. Jalen Brown could not hit anything in this game. And it was it was just tough to watch. Start to finish, I mean, uh, Jalen Brown's usually the, the tone setter, the guy that comes out, hits a couple shots early, gets the team moving, pushes the pace, gets out in transition. They threw up a couple graphics during this game. SGA, number one in transition points in the NBA. JB, number two. Not by a far margin, not by a big margin. Jalen Brown, one of the best in the league at getting out in transition. Didn't really do much tonight. All right, he did get to the free throw line. He was 7 of 8 from the free throw line. Love to see that. Couple great hard takes to the rim that led to free throws. But those are those are some shots that he would finish, and he wasn't finishing them tonight. Some of those missed layups that he was fouled on, he would still finish through contact on a couple of those. It just wasn't his night. The shot wasn't there. Uh, and we saw late in the game one of the biggest shots I don't even know if you can call it that. There's 2.8 seconds left. Celtics are down four, and he missed a three. Only would have gotten within one, so I don't really know that it's a big shot, but all night long, the shot was not there. I don't think Jalen forced a ton. I think he was pretty under control. He did have a couple bad turnovers, uh, but for the majority of it, I don't think he was really forcing a lot in this game. Took 18 shots, 0 of 8 from three, not great, right? Uh, but at the end of the day, he is still going to get shots up, right? 18 isn't isn't a crazy high number. So, listen, it is it is what it is. Not a good game from Jalen Brown, and we were had a chance to win this. Essentially, we lost by four. We were down by two late in the game. Had a chance to win it despite his bad shooting night. Drew Holiday. This is another one. Moved the ball very well defensively. Played pretty well on SGA, uh, but other than that, he really could not do anything late in the game. Down the stretch, turned the ball over, had three turnovers in this one, passing up shots, missing shots. Uh, it just wasn't a really good game. It looked like he was lost on both sides of the ball. We haven't said that about him on the defensive end a lot. Tonight, there were stretches where he was just all over the place. Didn't look good. Wasn't controlling the game. Uh, listen, it it is, again, it is what it is, right? Seven points, five rebounds, seven assists. Not the worst stat line in the world for Drew Holiday, but you need more. You want more. You want the team to be a positive when he's out there. A minus 15 from a starter is not good. Like a lot of his 31 minutes, you're spent playing with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Porzingis, 
Like those need to be positive minutes and they weren't in this one, which is tough. It's tough. Uh, but the Celtics, you know, they shot well. They defended at times. I think the the defense in the fourth quarter was solid, like rock solid. It's what you want for the majority of it. Uh, but you got to give credit to two guys in particular for the SGA, who's just an absolute stud, and to Josh Giddy, who I think is the one guy that nobody wants to do well. You know, the whole scandal that he kind of went through, he torched us in this one. 23 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists on 4 of 7 from 3. Josh Giddy is not the guy that you want going off against you right now. But give the Thunder some credit here because there were a lot of times in today's game and Joe Mazzulla did adjust. He did switch the way that they were defending him. But a lot of times in this game, Kristaps Porzingis was covering Josh Giddy, playing that similar roaming role a little bit to what we saw Rob Williams do so much last year and at such a high level. Uh, but Josh Giddy isn't really that guy to sag off of. And we sagged off of him and he made us pay over and over and over again. Probably not the right lineups at times, right? This is a Thunder team that goes pretty small. Like they don't have really your traditional center. They run out there with, you know, Chet as the power, uh, Chet really is the center. But then you're throwing a bunch of forwards and guards around them, all with length. Like, this is a team, I don't know, like, SGA might be the shortest guy there, and he's 6'6". Lou Dort might be a little bit shorter. Uh, But even him, he is about as stocky as they come. Excellent defender. This team is really fun to watch. They've got a lot of guys that can defend well, that can push the pace, that can shoot. Like, they're all just rock-solid uh, and it's it's impressive. They were 18 of 40 from three tonight, 45%, 52% from the field. The Thunder were getting what they wanted, and it all started in transition. It started with SGA. It started by controlling the pace of this game for the majority of it, right? They get downhill. They get to the rim. They outscore us 50 to 46 in the paint, and we have Kristaps Porzingis, who is doing a lot of scoring in the paint in this one. Uh, They had points off of turnovers. They got out in transition. They did everything they needed to do. This was a really good game from this Thunder team. They're not the Thunder team of past years. A lot of people, I'm sure, are going to complain about this loss. The Thunder are 23-9. and Like This is not a bad team by any means. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league. Uh, and their offensive rating is right up there as well. So give the Thunder some credit. Right now, they've got the second-best record in the Western Conference behind the Timberwolves, above reigning champions Denver Nuggets. This is a good team. Uh, listen, that's it's it. There's only so much you can do. You know, good teams have bad nights. The Celtics had a night where, as a team, it wasn't terrible, but Jalen Brown was bad. Not himself. Drew Holiday wasn't himself. And we only lost by four. So take it as it is. The Celtics are 26 and 7. They still hold the best record in the NBA. They're still two games up on Milwaukee, who lost the other night to the Pacers, who are 24 and 9 now. So Celtics are still in first by a pretty good margin, which you love to see. 
Uh, but that's where we're going to wrap things up. Overall, this is an exciting game. It is fun watching this Thunder team get out and transition. It's fun watching them push the pace. Good game overall. That's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star written review. Everything helps. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?